Hello again and welcome to the 19th Barnstorming Edition of Beyond the INC, the unofficial keen podcast that will take the beating of a lifetime once the band catches up with us. Coming up on today's beard-ruffling episode, with excitement building towards the release of Perfect Symmetry, we've news of the band's forthcoming European and American tours, plus we'll be giving you our thoughts on the real story behind the album artwork. We're on the spot as more details of album tracks and tour specs ooze out onto the internet. And finally, we'll be talking to someone much less obsessed with news about the band than us. Yes, we are joined by the average Keen fan. That's all coming up on today's edition of Beyond the INC. Beyond the INC. First of all, though, the news. Tickets have mostly been and gone for Keen's live return at London's sweaty Kentish Town Forum. Yep, the Sticky Walled Auditorium will be filled to capacity, at least officially, for the band's comeback show on September the 29th. However, we can reveal that there are still some tickets available in the upstairs section for this gig. While the whole of the seating section upstairs is being reserved for guests of the band and other very important people, the standing section behind those seats still has some capacity unsold. We'd advise you to call Ticketmaster and make your inquiries if you're still ticketless. Offer them cake and Earl Grey. I find that always goes down well, especially with call centre types. Anyway, while all this has been going on, the band have been in the Waterloo Sunset Rehearsal Studio in Bermondsey, South East London, working on shaking off some of their performance rust and trying to work out ways to play these new songs live. As we mentioned briefly on last week's cast, the band made a live return at the Royal Opera House where male-oriented magazine Gentleman's Quarterly held its annual award ceremony. The electric guitar made its first appearance in a keen set with Tom playing the iconic spiralling riff on a Fender Telecaster. Yep, very smart. Not my first choice, guitar, but there you go. We've got the tiniest, tiniest little clip of the band in action here. Pretty impressive really, wasn't it? Yeah, the thing that surprised me most actually was seeing Tom play guitar and, and do it so well at, at the same and time. Keep, that, and keep the vocals up. Yeah, absolutely. Um, a lot of other guitar bands who are just doing sort of three chord things, not mentioning any names like the Wombats or anything. I mean, they, they you wouldn't see them doing things that advanced. So for, you know, a band who don't use guitars. Complicated riff. Good stuff. Complicated vocal. It's, um, it's really impressive and it, it quite surprises me to... To hear that actually recorded, um, and having seen the video, I would have thought maybe there was some kind of laptop backing, mm. something there, some kind of safety net. But it sounds brilliant. Yeah, I think the woos are live as well, and and certainly the you know the drums and the synths, it's, it's all sounds brilliant actually. Now, as as far as we know, um, we don't know whether the Jesse was playing on that, do we? Um, we couldn't see him in the clip, um, but there was definitely bass in it. Standing behind a really tall speaker stack. Um, but it sounds good, uh, as far as I'm concerned. Whether that's the sort of um, thing that you can expect to hear on tour, I-, I don't know. Sounds pretty good to me, though. Anyway, rehearsals now continue in their southeast London lockup as the band continue to refine that sound for promoting the record and playing live to us later in the month. However, we can reveal that the band will be announcing a full European tour for October in the coming days. Yeah, the tour will include dates at the Zenith in Paris, that's on October the 22nd, at the Ahoy in Rotterdam, October 28th, um, there's trips to Germany, Spain and more in there. Sounds brilliant. For more details, keep an eye on keenmusic.com in the coming couple of weeks, where ticket details will be announced. The band will then take the tour over to North America in November, and you can expect those dates to follow hot on the heels of their European counterparts. Keep your eyes peeled. Beyond the INC. 
The artwork for Perfect Symmetry has finally been revealed. And while for obvious reasons we can't show what it looks like, we can certainly talk about it. Yeah, I mean, chatting shit is so much easier than trying to break down those metaphysical barriers, isn't it, Chris? If you've not yet seen it, head over to the official site where you can see it in all its half-black geometrically patterned glory. The artwork features specially commissioned sculptures of the band, adorned with hundreds of photographs of each member to give it a unique likeness. We'll be seeing more of them in the future, we're told, although whether that is at live shows, or whether they'll simply be left on tube trains as publicity stunts, remains to be seen. I want the Tim one. Could use it as a hat stand, a sentry, a visual aid for the bedroom. Mmm, versatile. But what is the meaning behind this artwork? Chris has been musing on this one. Well, to me, the idea of using sculptures seems to sort of be a way to represent the sort of perfect um, being of themselves that they want to, that they've sort of been talking about. You've seen lots of imagery in, in the, the lyrics we've heard so far, sort of, um, I made you to an image of myself, and in and, and better than this. The difference between what they are and what they'd like to be, what they see themselves as. Yeah, and I think the shots we've seen so far have been sort of compositions of half half real shots and half of the, the sculptures. Mm. And uh, just it just contrasts them. I, on the front cover, I think there's um, a pair of lips, and you see one very, very refined pair, which obviously are, are sculptured, and then one more human. Yeah. And it's perhaps, you know, better than this is sort of a song about looking at yourself and, you know, thinking about the quality of what you're doing. And I think this sort of is getting at that. So the perfect symmetry concept to me is just sort of that contrast really between, you know, the real and the what you see in your head. The ideational and the physical. Yes. Um, fascinating theory. Um, as with all the best artwork, I hope there's going to be plenty to discuss. And we'd love to hear your thoughts. Uh, send the emails in to beyondtheinc at gmail.com and we'll swap some theories with you on next week's show. Beyond the I- The band have been spilling their email guts to American fan site Keenshine. We strongly recommend you go over to Keenshine.com to have a read of their interview in full, but let's give you a taster. Like getting a complimentary sample at the deli counter to entice you into buying that huge big hunk of cheese, or that first free gel cap. Yes, Richard talks about the drum beats on the record, and he reveals that You Haven't Told Me Anything features the fastest beats yet heard on a Keen record. Prepare to dance like crazy. Tim also confirms that Jesse Quinn will be joining the band for their tour, and, as we have long been predicting, the band will be trying to wean themselves off the laptop that they use for live shows. And finally, Tom talks about how he feels a real sense of ownership over the songs on the new record, despite the fact that he did not write anything on Perfect Symmetry himself. So, if you want to read that in full, visit Keenshine.com, but after you're done with us. Yep, wait until you're finished with us. Pop Justice, that campy British music website, have been spending time down at the music bank with Keen, and they've had a listen to the record in full. There are photos of the band in action, shots of lyric sheets, and the band's new friend, Mr Cabbagehead. Peter Pop Justice, in the review on the website, also talks about the album a little, mentioning that Black Burning Heart features some pretty cool French lyrics. While Peter is enjoying his advanced listen, it's a good reminder that you too can have an advanced listen to Perfect Symmetry. Oh yes, there is around a fortnight to go until an evening with... Beyond the We'll be taking over a top central London venue on September 25th to play you the Hall of Perfect Symmetry. If you've yet to enter the competition, this is basically your last chance to enter. So, don't delay. Go and fill in your details at beyondtheinc.com now 
if you'd like to be there. Yep, we stuck the question up on the website now, but just as a reminder, it is... What is the title of Keane's third album, out on October 13th? Entries will close on September the 12th, which is this coming Friday, so don't, under any circumstances, miss out. Remember, you can only enter our competition once. However, if you'd like to increase your chances of winning, keep your ears pricked for a fantastic competition involving Beyond the Iron Sea, Keen, Island Records and Virgin Radio. You'll be able to hear that on there sometime this week. Awesome stuff. We'll see you there. Beyond the Iron We're pretty serious about Keen. I mean, we do a bloody podcast, for God's sake. We might not be as obsessed as our South American friends, but we like to think we're pretty dedicated. However, there are millions of people out there who have a Keen record in their collection, and they love their music, but they're not around to follow the day-to-day action. They've not subscribed to this tip-top podcast. They're not checking the website. The most they might have heard is spiralling on the radio. Poor people. Perhaps they heard the new songs on the Mac, but maybe even less. So what do these guys make of the new material? Does the untrained ear like this new direction, or is this the beginning of the end for Keen? Well, we've brought in one such music fan. He has the albums in his collection, he's caught them at a festival, and he likes to hear the band on the radio. But he's not as sad as us. Adam, welcome to the squat. Tell us what sort of music you like generally, as a rule. As a rule, um, mainly kind of like classic rock and kind of 60 stuff, unfortunately. But you like Keen too? Uh, yeah, no, I'm a big fan of Keen, yeah. I'm not obviously as obsessed as you guys, so I feel a bit like I've kind of like, you know, I've dabbled, but I've sto- you know staggered into the crack den or some, so yeah. I put it. So yeah, um, tell us a little bit about what you like about Keen. What sort of old stuff do you go for? Um, I actually, I played the first album to death, actually. Um, um, Obviously the singles and things like that, which, you know, me being the average Keen fan would hear on the radio, so, you know, somewhere in Wiener and things like that, Bend and Break. Um, but I really loved Today Like Today. I mean, that was, like, one of the best songs I've heard in a long time, actually. How about Under the Iron Sea? Do you rate that slightly below Hopes and Fears? Yeah, I suppose it's one of those, again, kind of like, you know, I'm not as into the band as some people maybe, but um, I kind of... Um, I, I got the album on a recommendation of a friend, really. I'd not really, you know, been looking out for their new stuff. And um, I heard Atlantic being the opening track, and I mean, that was huge. It seemed like such a big shift, and it seemed like something exciting was going to happen. And then the rest of the album just seemed a bit of a kind of like, uh, like there was a promise that they didn't kind of keep up, really, I found. Mm. Uh, but it's, it's, it's still a good album, but it's, it's nothing, it's no, it's no great shakes, I suppose. Okay. Um, so, moving ahead now to the third record, you've, uh, you've heard the new record. We've played, played it to you. Yeah. Um, so... Let's start at the start. Um, you said that you loved how Atlantic kicked off under the Iron Sea. Yeah. Um, a big promise for the album. What do you make of Spiraling? Oh, man, I'm, I'm actually really excited by that, actually. Um, I, I downloaded it. I saw it's kind of um, for free on the website, and I downloaded it. And I'm, I'm, I'm quite excited by it. I really love that kind of uh, retro vibe. And uh, there's, there's something quite funky about it, something like quite unkeen about it, if I'm going to put it yeah. that way. But, I mean, it's still them, and it's still it's something cool, something different, actually. Do you think it was necessary for them to really change it up? No, no. Um, I mean, for a lot of things. I mean, um, bands can get stuck in that kind of no-win situation where it's kind of like, uh, you know, um, Oasis would be a big example of it. Kind of like they get criticised for doing the same thing album after album, for example. But, I mean, there are millions of fans who like them doing that, mm. so they're going to keep buying it. So, I mean, Keen could have stu- got stuck into a kind of good rut and they could have kept making good albums that Keen fans were buying, but nobody else wanted to listen to, maybe. Whereas you think this is going to be a, a great record that other people are going to really, be really I really into. think it will. I think this, would be, I think this is going to be a really big record for them. We then move on to the, the second track on the record, Lovers Are Losing, the 
first official single. What do you make of that? Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's nice as such, but, and, and you can see I'm kind of not leading in as a positive direction, but I mean, it seems like a bit of a kind of gear change down. I mean, spiralling seems like something really kind of out there, really kind of out of left field for someone who kind of like, you know, this isn't keen, this isn't what they do. Um, I mean, it's the kind of thing you'd expect as maybe a B-side off something off the first album, maybe, or, or maybe even something kind of filling the album on, you know, the second album. Um, it's, it's, yeah, it's not really carrying on in that direction. It looked like they were going with, with spiralling. So... Were you expecting it to be quite an 80s album, having heard Spiralling? I, I kind of hoped it would be. I thought it would be a really interesting direction to take, and I thought maybe they'd, uh, you know, they'd carry it through the album. Mm. But I mean... You're, you're not upset that they've gone back to sort of core Keen? Or no, no, exactly not. I mean, the, the reason I, kind of, I got into Keen was because of, you know, core Keen, as you call it. Was, you know, it was the first album. Mm. So, I mean, I'm, it's not, I'm, I'm disgusted by that or anything. I mean, it's, it's a nice song. It's a good song. But it's a Keen song. Mm. I mean, if that's... Uh, you know, what are they trying to do? They're going to try and make a, a keen album. They're going to try and push somewhere different. And then onto onto the third track, um, which is better than this. E- exactly, which uh, well, which is better than the other two, I think as well. Actually, <laughs> I, I'm really excited by that. I mean, the whole kind of Bowie thing as well. Um, I think it's. I think they're really kind of um, dabbling in some quite interesting areas in their music. I think they've been listening to a lot of stuff and and trying some new stuff out. It's exciting to hear. Yeah. So um, of the three. Uh, You'd say your favourite was better than this. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm, I've, I kind of, um, I've, it's been stuck in my head since I first heard it. Really, mm. but I don't, I don't know if I can blame Bowie for that. But I mean, again, <laughs> I mean, even things down to the way the vocals are treated and things like that. I mean, they're just, they're just trying something new. They're pushing somewhere else. So the acid test. Do you think you're going to be enjoying and playing Perfect Symmetry as much as you enjoyed and played Hopes and Fears? That's a tough one, actually. I, I love Hopes and Fears. Um, but based on what I've heard so far, I think I think it's going to be up there. I think it's really going to be challenging. So there's some really interesting stuff there. Thank, thanks a lot for coming in, Adam. Um, Thank you very much for having me. Uh, Adam will be joining us as a guest at an evening with Beyond the Iron Sea, and he's going to be giving us his thoughts on the whole album on our special podcast after that. I bet you can't wait. <laughs> we just won't be able to stop him. Beyond the So, there we go. That is another spectacular edition of Beyond the Iron Sea under our belts. Thanks to Adam for joining us. Cheers, mate. Oh. Next time you hear us, you should know whether you'll be joining us for an evening with Beyond the Iron Sea. In the next edition, we'll be getting far too excited about that. Plus, we'll also finally, finally, be getting around to reading out some of your emails. It's been far too long. Get those ideas about the artwork into us now. So, until next time, visit the website enter the competition go and tell as many friends as you can and keep your fingers crossed see ya